Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today, enjoying great conversation with great friends and professionals in the real estate business. And real estate business doesn't just mean you're a realtor or a lender. It means you probably own real estate. You might be managing real estate, might be using your real estate to generate an income. Maybe you're using real estate to help somebody else pay their mortgage. You know, you're a renter. I encourage all of our listeners to consider becoming a homeowner. And the way to do that is to have the best information and knowledge at your disposal before you make those decisions. We're going to talk about how you become a homeowner by having more knowledge in Northern Nevada later on the show. And we're also talking with industry experts that are here with us in the studio. Scott Morris will be joining us, and Scott is the president of Reno Computer Services. He's going to talk about what all businesses need to be aware of, and that is protection for your data and your storage and your whole operation, because most of us are almost 100% computer-driven in one way or another. So Scott Morris will be joining us also with us, too. Debbie Gilmore will be here, and Debbie is in charge of the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. It's coming up real fast, and we're going to to talk about what opportunities you'll have there to learn about beekeeping or improve your beekeeping skills when we talk with Debbie. And joining her is Linda Conlon. She's a resident of Silver Springs. We're going to be talking about the USA Parkway, all the new traffic, all the new real estate opportunities, and beekeeping as well in Silver Springs. We've got that and more after this message. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. You picked a great day to tune into our show today. You know, a lot of people are getting excited about Valentine's coming up. And people are just wondering, what do I do for Valentine's? Every year, it's the same thing. The candy, the flowers, the candy, the flowers. I'm encouraging you to give something that lasts many, many years. You might consider giving your loved one SunTech solar screens. Sounds silly, doesn't it? No, it's not. Your loved one will love the way SunTech solar screens take care of your carpeting, the interior of your home, and the overall comfort because SunTech solar screens cut up to 90% of the hot sun's heat in the summertime. And you don't have to plug anything in. It's all green. If you want to find out more about the Valentine's special at SunTech Solar Screens, visit Solar Screens of Reno. With me in the studio today, I have three guests. First of all, Scott Morris is with us, and Scott is the president of Reno Computer Services. Welcome, Scott. Thank you, Peter. How are you doing today? I'm good. Hanging in there. You know what? It's a very exciting day because it's uh, winter and spring at the same time. (laughs) It is. Hey, your business, the IT business at Reno Computer Services, is it a seasonal business or is it one of those things that just has to churn year-round? Most of my stuff is pretty year-round. I don't tend to have too many seasonal influxes. Toward the end of the year, we get uh, quite a few people looking for new equipment, things like that places to put their tax dollars. Toward the beginning of the year, I tend to get customers that want to just make sure that everything is in place and operating the way it needs to for the year coming forward. Mm -hmm. So I get a little bit of a spike toward the end, toward the beginning of the year. Other than that, seasons, rain, snow, doesn't affect me. Exactly. Everybody's got to stay in business one way or the other. And you heard the intro. I was talking about the fact that, Scott, almost every business is computer driven nowadays. I can't think of anything that's not really running on computers anymore for the most part. I can't either. Um, And it's a big movement right now to go toward the paperless revolution, get away from uh, good old-fashioned paper and try Mm -hmm. to get it into some sort of a digital fashion. So it's uh, much more efficient to operate. 
operate and uh, easier to move data around and mm -hmm. um, quicker to access it, things like that. Less storage room, you don't need filing cabinets and all that. True, so. and you know, the, the the storage factor, when you've got paper, it's gotta be stored, it's gotta be disposed of at some point. Absolutely. And it's it really, when you look at it strictly from the operations of a business, it adds cost when you have to do those things. The time to get it done, and then you know you have to buy the storage, you have to get the dump fee, whatever it is, right. there's additional cost. Being able to go digital is really a great way to save money in that perspective. Big time, not to mention the compliance. If you're in an industry that requires you to maintain a certain number of years of records, uh, HIPAA, PCI, places like that, um, you're required to keep a certain amount of records, mm -hmm. um, so you're basically having to take all that paper and keep it somewhere. In a yeah. digital form, it can be stored in a little two-inch piece of equipment versus you know rooms and rooms full of filing cabinets to store all that data. You know, and Scott, everybody's talking about being in the cloud. Now, I was accused of being in the clouds as a little boy in the 60s, so I guess I was ahead of my time. But being in the cloud nowadays, that's a whole different thing. It's a whole different thing. I love the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I live in the cloud. I, I'm, I love it. It really allows people to do a whole bunch, and like I said, almost every business, almost anything we can think about, has a computer component that is really vital to running the business. So we're going to talk with you more about those kinds of businesses that really depend on your services, and also some of the current things going on in the world of IT. Thank you, Scott, for being with us. Thank you, Peter. Also with us today, Debbie Gilmore. Debbie is with Mason Valley Beekeepers and is also in charge of the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Debbie, welcome back to our show. Thank you, Peter. It's nice to be here to talk about the conference. It is. I'm excited. Yeah, it is. I've been talking to a lot of people about the conference. This is going to be my third conference. And uh, looking at the lineup, looking at what's going to be happening there, it's really going to be exciting. It's going to be really exciting. We have some of the top bee researchers, and plus we have good food, good entertainment. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Went to a dinner last night with some friends and some clients, and we were talking about uh, financial and real estate investments in northern Nevada, and there's a big offering for some commercial property. And I happened to just take a little break and was talking with one of the participants about what we were doing with the bees, and she was just so fascinated about this. And then she tells me her granddaughter's into beekeeping, and, and you know, once you get it going, it really creates a quote-unquote buzz something about bees. What is it about bees that people love? Well, I think, you know, that it's just a big movement going on right now to save the honeybees because mm -hmm. people are beginning to understand the importance mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. honeybees. Mm -hmm. And backyard beekeeping is becoming really um, popular these days. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, couples can do it. Families can do it. It's a great hobby. Um, plus, you, you get honey out of it. A lot of other fun things. You know, I like to refer to bees as honeybees because because that's really what it's about, is that these bees, they have a, a component, Debbie, it's magic. Yeah, that's the only way I can describe what a bee does. It's absolutely magic what a bee can create in its short, short lifetime. How long does a bee live in the summertime? In the summertime, a worker bee will live approximately three weeks. Three weeks. It takes me that long to make up my mind. And what do <laughs> they do true. in three weeks? That's true. They're born in three weeks and they die at the end of that window? Yes, and according to the age of the bee, that's their job. So they start out when they first emerge as, a, as an adult bee. They start cleaning the beehive, the, the comb, they, and then they start feeding the larva, and then they start taking care of the queen. And at the end of their lifespan, is that's when they go foraging for the nectar and the propolis and the pollen and the water. Of course, they don't get weekends off, I wouldn't imagine. They don't. So it's a they full don't. 21 days that you're talking about. I am, yeah. <laughs> 
They work themselves to death. They really do, don't they? They do. I read somewhere, Debbie, that they many times they work their wings so hard, the wings finally fly off at the end, and they they don't complain. There's no uh, big uh, protest from the bees. They just do what they do. It's amazing to see them yeah, at work. Yeah, so if you consider a bee will flap its wings about 200 times per second, mm. and they will forage two miles away from their beehive, well, that's a lot of use on those wings, oh, and yeah. they do get tattered. Absolutely busy. Busy creatures. A lot of people love the bees, and I'm glad that you brought a guest with you today to join us. Her name is Linda Carlin. Welcome to the show, Linda. Um, thank you. It's very nice to be here and talk with you. Linda Conlin is with us, and I'm so glad that she's here with us today. She's Debbie Gilmore's guest. Linda, are you a beekeeper yourself? I am a beekeeper. Um, I started off as a friend of Debbie's, and it didn't take long for me to be interested in what she was doing with bees and want to become a beekeeper myself. So mm. I've been doing it for approximately eight years, mm -hmm. and um, I have three locations for my hives in Silver Springs, mm. and I have eight hives. Eight hives. Mm -hmm. Wow. Does that keep you pretty busy? It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> I have a, a friend that is interested in beekeeping and considering it as something that she would do upon retirement. Yeah. So she's been apprenticing with me and together we work taking care of the hives. Mm. And what do you like best about this beekeeping world that you're into now? I think what I like very best about it is the connection to nature. It's um, something that gets me outdoors, um, observing the the bees as they come and go from the hive, mm -hmm. um, being interested in where they're gathering their pollen and wanting to make sure that I plant uh, bee-friendly plants that mm -hmm. will provide them food. And so that is probably what interests me the most, just observing them and spending time looking in the hive. The beehive world is an incredible society. It's very efficient. It, uh, it really has a way of controlling itself in many, many ways, but it, it does have challenges uh, from the outside. And so there's a large decline of bee populations across the country. And the researchers, from what I read, don't really know exactly what one thing it is. And it's probably more a combination of many things. What is one of the issues that you have to deal with with your bees? Well, I think most beekeepers have to deal with varroa mites. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, need to be regulated because if they get into a hive, they will feed upon the larva and um, they will destroy the bees. They will mm -hmm. be wingless mm -hmm. and they will not be able to survive. So that is a big problem for beekeepers keeping on top of the varroa mite population. And you know, I encourage anybody who's listening to our radio show who has an interest in becoming a beekeeper to attend this year's Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Debbie, why don't you let our listeners know when that's happening? It starts uh, Friday, February 23rd, and it runs through Sunday, February 25th yeah, in got, Harrington. Mm -hmm, got all the information up on your website. Mm -hmm, and we do. That's Nevada State Beekeepers. NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. .org. And the reason I'm mentioning that, Linda, is because there is a lot of great information there about what's going to happen at the event and the things that we're going to be talking about. I know one of the big things we're going to be talking about is the varroa mite treatment. And it also emphasizes one more thing, Linda. Beekeepers don't just care about the honey. We really do care about our bees, don't we? Right, we do. We do. We know that the the variety of food that we have is dependent on pollination. Mm -hmm. And so we care about bees because we like to eat. That's a good reason to care about bees. <laughs> we're going to talk about how technology works in the beekeeping world with Scott Morris from Reno Computer Services, and we'll continue our conversation about the beekeeping world and real estate world in northern Nevada after this message. 
So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat repellent technology. SunTech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech solar screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech solar screening. You tuned in to 1180 AM radio, the Lotus Broadcast Station in Northern Nevada, offering Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, your host, and we're enjoying our conversation with industry experts every week, talking about real estate and real estate for investors. One of our sponsors who would love to be with us today happened to be busy on a job, and so she called me at the last minute and said, can't make it, Peter, but please give my uh, best wishes to everybody on the show. Her name is Jody Ashby. She's the owner of Truckee Meadows Pest Control. Let me tell you something about Truckee Meadows Pest control. I love this company because they too are bee friendly. It wasn't long ago that they called me up, asked about some guidance in getting somebody to do some removal work. They had been doing a a preliminary job on a home for a pest control and they found honeybees. Rather than spraying them and killing them, it would have been disastrous. They called me and through the help of local beekeeping organizations, we were able to get somebody out there and help remediate those bees and the entire beehive. Save the bees, save the honey, happy homeowner, and every one of us can say thank you because bees contribute greatly to the living of humans. I think it's a third of every bite of food we take, Debbie. Is that right? Comes from that a is thank you to the bees? Mm-hmm. The pollination of the honeybee. It's really amazing. It is really amazing. I encourage anybody who wants to talk about pest control, and I do mean pest control, not just killing everything that moves, talk to a great company, the people that really know their business. Truckee Meadows Pest Control in Northern Nevada. You can give them a call at 775-332-0604 or visit TM 
pestcontrol.com. With me in the studio, Debbie Gilmore is joining us, and she is with Mason Valley Beekeepers and Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Debbie, you've been in the bee business for a while, haven't you? I have. My family first came to Mason Valley in 1918. That was my great-grandfather, and he was a beekeeper then. So I'm the fourth-generation beekeeper. That's fantastic. 100 years. 100 years this year. It's really amazing. Mm -hmm. And Mason Valley, what a beautiful place. It is. Uh, He must have known when he moved there that something was right, the temperature, the humidity, the combination. They must have known, yes. Yeah, because Mason Valley is known really worldwide, isn't it, for having some great beekeeping operations? A couple of years, we were in Medina, Ohio at a beekeeping conference there, and one of the commercial beekeepers come up and say, you're from Mason Valley? Mm -hmm. That is the best beekeeping secret in the country. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's pretty well known. Well, I think more people are knowing about it nowadays because you've got the big conference coming up, and um, it's going to be really great to hear some of the speakers. I like to talk about one of them, which is uh, Randy Oliver, who's so well known in the beekeeping world. He's kind of like the Tony Robbins of beekeeping, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He is. Yes. And you're going to have uh, a gentleman named Samuel Ramsey there. Samuel is a really talented and interesting young man. Let our listeners know just a little bit about Samuel. Samuel um, is a doctorate student at the University of Maryland. Um, his professor is one of the top bee researchers in the world, mm-hmm. and his name is Dennis Van Dingelstorp. But they do a lot on um, colony health throughout the, the world, basically. Sammy um, is going to get his doctorate in May, but he just come back from Thailand. He did some bee research in Thailand. Um, he just won an international competition on his research that he's doing with honeybees. Mm-hmm. He's the only person who has um, successfully reproduced a varroa mite in the in the lab setting. Mm. So he's quite a young person, and yeah. he's very energetic. He's very entertaining, and he's coming back for the second year because everyone just loved him so much. So we're pretty excited he's coming back. Yeah, you know, that's what I love about beekeeping is it really does attract a lot of demographic, older people, younger people too. You know, if you collect typewriters, there aren't too many young people who are going to be getting into collecting typewriters. <laughs> but beekeepers, you know, I think young people, old people, there's so many reasons why. And uh, I've noticed that there's a lot of technology coming into the beekeeping world, and I'm glad that we have Scott Morris with us today. Scott is the owner of Reno Computer Services, and he's our IT expert in the studio today. Let's talk about some of the technology that is entering the beekeeping world, Debbie, for commercial, for backyard beekeepers, for anybody right now. Computers seem to be everywhere. They are. Um, Right now, hobby beekeepers, backyard beekeepers, there are so many things that they can do technology-wise to monitor their bees. One of them is is a hive scale, and it's a digital scale that goes underneath the colony of bees, and that measures um, the weight of the the colony. So if in the springtime they are out of food, you know because that weight is really low. As they start building up, you can tell when the honey flow is, which we call the honey flow is when there's an abundance of nectar and the bees are bringing in a lot of the nectar to make the honey. All of a sudden, that colony of bees starts weighing more and more. So Mm -hmm. you know that there's a nectar flow. I better get the additional hives on there to store extra honey. So um, that's possible as well. Another thing that they're using now, mostly in commercial beekeeping to monitor their hives, is because there is such a rampant um, issue on stealing beehives. Yeah. You know, they, once something gets popular, everybody wants it, whether they can afford it or not. They are putting uh, GPS chips inside
inside the, the mm -hmm. beehives, mm -hmm. and they're able to monitor that on their cell phones, so wherever they are, mm -hmm. they know if those bees are being relocated without them knowing so, mm -hmm. so they can find the thieves um, quicker and mm -hmm. um, be able to recoup those losses. Well, you know, and I, I was talking to somebody who was telling me at some place uh, near the West Coast, uh, a truckload of bees was stolen, and they were like, in this one, it was a small truckload, 240 beehives, and then they talked about how much money they get for those beehives, $500, $600 each for the, I mean, it's approaching half a million dollars it of is. a loss for something like that. So being able to track the beehives and anything associated with bees is critical. Scott Morris, uh, I know you work with all lots of different industries. I mean, have you ever had your hand in something like the livestock of the bees? I have not, but that sounds really fascinating. I would love to get my fingers in that. Well, you know, because the same thing is, is happening here. It's all about gathering data. Absolutely. It's all about being able to monitor what's happening in the world of bees. Just, you know, whether you're a mechanic or a plumber or a roofer, you've got to monitor your business. You have to know how many products you're getting. You have to know what your costs are. And so the same thing happens in the beekeeping world. But because beekeeping seems like such a relaxed hobby, the reality is uh, maybe they don't, uh, most, many people, let's say, don't have the kind of security that they have on their systems. And you and I were talking just a couple of weeks ago about some security issues that you were working for us here at, at our company. Let our listeners know what's going on out there. What are some of the current threats? Lots and lots of threats out there right now. Um, gone are the days of just, you know, minor malware. Uh, back in the day, you'd pick something up. It'd be a little bit of adware or something that creates pop-ups, things like that. And get rid of it. You're on with your day. Um, the real serious stuff was kind of isolated to the bigger industries that were directly targeted with things like Trojans and um, things like that that were very, very serious. Uh, most homeowners and small businesses, it was there was always the risk of it, but it wasn't uh, real prevalent. Unfortunately, now with the, the release of the CryptoLocker style uh, malware, um, um, basically what those do is they come in and they encrypt everything that they can get their hands on. So if you uh, have a, one of the computers in your network get contracts a ransomware type um, malware like CryptoLocker or Locky, it will encrypt everything, uh, all of your documents and it, that it can find on your computer along with anything it can find throughout the network. Mm -hmm. um, and then what they do is they hold that um, data a hostage. That's why they call it ransomware. So mm -hmm. it encrypts everything and then it pops up a message saying, hey, give us X hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars, whatever the case may be, we'll give you a decryption key and then you can decrypt your data. So that's one of the biggest threats that I'm facing right now. It's one of those that's completely irreversible. Um, very rarely can we actually reverse the damage once it's done. So really your only way out of that is to have a really, really solid backup strategy in place. So that's where my protections come in is I have antivirus on the front end that hopefully will block it when before it comes in. Unfortunately, nothing's guaranteed. Things still slip through. Um, we're always a step, ahead, a step behind the bad guys. So um, I always have to have good solid backups on the back end. So those two really pair nicely together. And, and that's, that's, that's the biggest threat that I see out there is the ransomware. And the people that are uh, impacted by these kinds of threats that actually get that ransom notice, is it likely that they don't have somebody monitoring their system with a company like yours, Scott? Are they trying to do it on their own or how does, you know, what, what how can they get through? It is likely that the, that those systems affected are unmanaged. Um, a lot of the, the free style antivirus softwares that used to be very, very popular won't stop stuff like this. Um, that they're coming up with new ways to 
kind of circumvent those antivirus softwares. Um, I know none of them are perfect, but the ones that you pay for tend to be better. And people that tend to try to, to do it yourself and, and aren't actively, proactively staying on top of all this stuff, um, things just happen too quickly around and they, they, there's no way for them to react to it. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's very, very prevalent in the smaller, um, smaller markets, small businesses, homeowners, things like that. Um, they're really going after the, the little, the, as small as you can get, because that's where the volume is. So that's where they make lots and lots of money. So you've got to get out of that vulnerable position. I want our listeners and our in-studio guests to know that our company has been working with Reno Computer Services, Scott Morris, for over three years now. And the one thing we have that we never had before you, Scott, was we have that peace of mind. I know that somebody cares <coughs> about our system. Somebody's got uh, a look uh, to make sure everything is locked. You know, you wouldn't leave your business without locking your doors. It's really critical that we do that. We don't want to lose any equipment. So we have to lock the security on all of our data, thousands and thousands of customer databases and sensitive information and the livelihood of our business at stake. It's a small price to pay to get great service from a company like yours. Scott, we're going to talk more on our radio show. However, in case somebody's tuning in or needs to tune out, what is the best way to reach your company? Best way to get me is to give us a call, 775-737-4400, 775-737-4400. Or you can always hit us up on the web at renocomputerservices.com, renocomputerservices.com. Very nice. I appreciate that. Scott, we're going to talk about Silver Springs, Nevada, and the USA Parkway when we come back. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. Raising bees is becoming more popular by the day. It's an interesting hobby that has tons of benefits, whether you're young or old, and most important, you can help save the bees. If you want to learn the how-tos of this entertaining and profitable pastime, come to the 2018 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd through the 25th in Yarrington, Nevada. This conference helps beginning and advanced beekeepers keep up with the art and science of beekeeping in a fun and informative way. To register, go to nevadastatebeekeepers.org. That's nevadastatebeekeepers.org. Sage International Incorporated is proud to be celebrating 23 years in business. We believe if you know the way, you must light it for others. Owning a business can be hard, demanding, and even bizarre. At Sage International, our passion centers on education, which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch, along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served. If you are a business owner, real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. 
And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good day to tune into our show today. My name is Peter Padilla, and I just got the new real estate information for Northern Nevada from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. I'm sharing that information today with my in-studio guest. Debbie is with us, and Debbie Gilmore is with Mason Valley Beekeepers Association. Also, Linda Conlon. And Linda is a resident of Silver Springs and also a beekeeper. Scott Morris is with us, too. Scott is the owner of Reno Computer Services. Ladies and gents, let's talk a little bit about the real estate market in Northern Nevada. So interesting. I remember I was in the uh, mortgage business back in 2012, and that's when the market bottomed out this century. The median home price in Northern Nevada then, $150,000. So what's happening today? Take a look at this. The median home price for an existing single-family residence in Washoe County in January of this year, $359,950,000. Hey, let's round it up. $360,000. It goes from $150,000 in 2012, six years later, $360,000. Sounds like a pretty good investment, doesn't it, Scott? Sounds good to me. Let's <laughs> get in our time machines and go take advantage I want to go back and buy some of those homes. Mm-hmm. That's an increase of 19% from last year, just in one year, and a 4% in just one month from December of 2017. If you're looking at condominiums, well, the median home price in January of 2018, $175,000. You know, it took a while for condos to start to increase in value like homes, but boy, they caught up quickly. In fact, in just one year, it went up 25%. 175000 is the median home price for a condominium. Now, I like to talk about some of the rural areas because that's where you see a little bit of a discount, let's say, or a better value. I'm a big fan of that area out by the USA Parkway. The corner would be, of course, Fernley. So if Reno has, and Washington County has a median home price of $360,000, let me ask Linda. Linda Collin, what do you think the median home price in Fernley is? I would say it was, um, if you're looking at this month or last month, $240,000. You hit it right on the head. (laughs) Right on the head. You really know your area. Yes. Imagine that. What a difference, though. That's $120,000 less for a comparable home in Fernley as opposed to Reno and Sparks. Pretty good value out there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Linda, you are in uh, Silver Springs yourself. You're not that far from Fernley. But how many mi- how many miles is that? About 15 miles. You're just 15 miles to the south. And Silver mm-hmm. Springs is really, I want to say booming. Maybe that's not the right word, but there's sure a lot more traffic out in that direction. Mm-hmm. What's happened? Well, they completed the construction of the USA Parkway, which links us to the Reno Sparks community. Mm-hmm. And that has definitely improved the quality of life for people in Silver Springs because gives us more opportunities for employment and for shopping. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a, a, a you know good traffic flow there now as well. It's, right. it's, it's But we still retain the benefits of a rural community. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scott Morris is with us from Reno Computer Services. Scott, have you been out to the Silver Springs area lately? Only by airplane, not by road. <laughs> yeah, I know you're in the cloud all the time. But we, we took the USA Parkway out for a video project just a couple of days ago. And it's really amazing the size of the buildings that are out there when you think about the fact that they're in the cloud, you know, that we're all doing so much stuff. But what is the cloud? Let our listeners know. <laughs> if somebody says, what really is the cloud when you talk to about computers, what is it? Yeah, what is the cloud? That's a good question. Basically, the cloud is uh, anything, any place you put your data that's not physically in your possession, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so data centers, things like uh, places like um, Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, they all have big data centers that they will allow you to store your data on. Uh, we're probably familiar with the terms OneDrive, Dropbox, uh, G 
Drive. Mm -hmm. uh, those are basically cloud services that, that allow you to uh, keep and replicate your data to uh, other places so it's easy to access from multiple devices and things like that. So that's probably the easiest way to think of the cloud. Um, once you scale it up and move more into the business uses of it, you can run uh, virtual servers and things like that, but that's probably out of the purview of this discussion. So, in, 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 yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but I do know this. When I went on USA Parkway, I saw this huge building. It had the name Switch on it. Yeah. And my, I, you know, again, you're, you're the expert. My understanding is there's a lot of data stored there. And Lots. could it be that that is one of the clouds or that is. is the cloud? That's one of the major clouds, yes. So Switch. the cloud is on USA yep. Parkway. That's I right. I found it. <laughs> we found the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah that's Switch is basically what they call a co-location center for servers. Mm -hmm. So they, they do house servers for huge organizations. And you can basically rent space there and put your own server there if you want to. But um, yes, that was that's a perfect example of what the cloud is. So we've got a cloud real close by. Mm, very nice. Um, so uh, in the old days, what we did, I remember when I was in the broadcasting world in Arizona, and we had we had one computer in the building. It was just to run one of our scheduling systems. Um, and uh, we used to have to take tapes home, backup tapes, every night. That was, I guess, our version of the cloud back in the early 80s. Yep. Uh, store it off-site, which is what you're talking about. Yep. And then somehow had to be updated. Uh, we had to bring it back in and trade tapes. Uh, and then you had to be able to retrieve it if there was any problem. So you'd have to go get it and reinstall it. Uh, and But it was a physical transfer. You had to go someplace and you had to physically pick it up and bring it. Right. <clears throat> to me, I think of the cloud as that electronic connection between my computer, our system, right. and let's say that building over there on USA Parkway where, where the cloud is now. Yeah. Is that kind of how, am I looking at it the right way? You know, that's a really good way to equate it. And that actually opens up a, a whole separate topic of discussion. When you're talking about the, the tape era of, yeah, you back up to the tape, somebody mm -hmm. takes that tape home or takes it to a safe location. Um, you probably cycle, you might have one tape per day, some companies one tape per week. Mm -hmm. um, but I would think that the most regular backup on, on something like that would probably be about a daily basis. So if that building were to burn down, you've got to basically retrace your steps for an entire day. Yeah. Um, so with the cloud, as you're talking about, you've got kind of that instant transfer. It's kind of like a virtual way of taking that tape backup and sending it somewhere else. Um, with that technology, I can run those backups every 15 minutes. So, so if anything happened, let's say there was a major fire here, earthquake, you know, God forbid something bad, and everything shut down, we, we'd have up to the last 15 minutes prior to that, right? 15 minutes. I've yeah. had cases where that happens. Somebody gets hit with one of these nasty cryptos I was just talking about. Mm -hmm. And yes, 15 minutes, they lost 15 minutes of work, which really isn't that much. Might be one or two Word documents. Yeah. The, the, the people that I talk to about their IT services at their businesses, Scott, a lot of them are small businesses. They have maybe 10 employees, 15 employees, uh, a couple of one-man job, uh, one-man bands. And a lot of them, obviously, they don't have IT people. They tell me they don't need them. Right. Uh, they, some of them tell me they can't afford them. Right. I mean, what's the what's really going on there? Why would people Why would people want to take that kind of a risk? Isn't it kind of like having a, an insurance plan when you have somebody like your company doing that, backup work, making sure everything is set, checking the back office now and then? Why would people do this? Yeah, I, I equate it to an insurance policy uh, very regularly. That's, that's one of the things that I find people understand because um, technology tends to be confusing and um, it, it's hard to explain in, in ways sometimes that people understand. But when you equate it to insurance, it's a really good 
parallel because uh, we all have homeowners insurance, we've got car insurance, um, so we've got all sorts of different types of insurances in the event that something like that were to happen. And as you open the show with, everything in our life these days is run with technology and computers. Mm -hmm. um, it's it, it didn't used to be the case. So back 10, 15 years ago, you could run down to Best Buy and, and buy a router and hook up your network, and you could if something died, it's it wasn't mission critical. Now, especially with paperless and things like that, your entire business is running on this equipment. So it's really important for somebody like me to be able to um, keep an eye on it. And unless you're very proactive on it and constantly watching it, things will happen that you're not aware of. And again, that's that's one of the benefits of using a company like mine mm. is we've got all the software and the technology in place to keep an eye on your environment. It's something we do constantly throughout the day. So we pick things up that you may not even be aware of. Um, and we'll call you and say, hey, did you know this was happening? Or hey, we blocked this. Did you did you try to go to a website? It, it, it opens it up the ability for us to, to be much more proactive and um, see things that are happening more in real time than you would ever be able to do by yourself. It's just not possible. For the people that think that they can't afford it or that they don't have enough employees on staff or computers on the property or premise to use professional services like yours, Scott, what, what, what is the average? Uh, somebody has... How many employees do you work with? 50 employees, 100? What is the number that's your ideal target? Everything down from one computer up through, you know, my, my max right now is in the 40 to 50 range. Mm -hmm. um, that's no by, by, by means no, uh, not a hard cap. It's just right now what I have. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned Truckee Meadows Pest Control. I actually work with them. They mm -hmm. have their home, which has one computer in it, and they've got a remote office with one other computer in it. Mm -hmm. I love environments like that. It's, it's great mm -hmm. for me to be able to offer those kinds of services that sound really, really expensive mm -hmm. to smaller uh, businesses that don't have a huge IT budget. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it, I have plans that range from very, very affordable up through extremely robust. It just depends on what your needs are. And it's, it's kind of a, I, I do it on a case-by-case -case basis. There's no price that I can just throw out there. Um, so it really just depends on what your needs are and what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Well, we value your, your services here at our company, Scott. And I, I think I have an idea as to why people maybe think that they can do things on their own nowadays. And here's my, my reasoning. It is amazing amazing how far down prices have come on hardware. Absolutely. I mean, you can buy anything you need to right now on the internet, uh, either the, the, the chains, the big box stores. Computers are so inexpensive. I mean, we live kind of in a disposable world. Right. And I think people get uh, into this, uh, this feeling of security because, oh, if that computer dies, I'll just buy another one. You get another piece of hardware, but what about the data? Exactly. That's where the value is now. It's That's not, It's. I mean, it's like they're almost giving away hardware for the service or for, in this case, the data. It's exactly the case. Hardware is extremely cheap and you're absolutely right. If all you do on your computer is play games and browse the internet and a mm -hmm. computer dies, you go out and you buy the computer and replace it. It's no really no big deal. What about the family pictures, all your tax returns, your company data? Um, the data is irreplaceable and uh, data recovery is very, very expensive. So pay for a good backup now and it'll mm -hmm. save your butt. I would hate to lose to my recipes. Recipes, absolutely. Oh my Don't gosh, it's taken me a bajillion years to put those oh, together. Absolutely. Uh, so we want to make sure that we're protecting all of our data and we use the great services from Reno Computer Services. Scott, we're going to put all of your contact information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. We'll make it easy for people to find you. Sweet. Thank you, Peter. We're going to talk more about real estate in northern Nevada, specifically next, Silver Springs, with our guests in the studio after this. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. 
Raising bees is becoming more popular by the day. It's an interesting hobby that has tons of benefits, whether you're young or old, and most important, you can help save the bees. If you want to learn the how-tos of this entertaining and profitable pastime, come to the 2018 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd through the 25th in Yarrington, Nevada. This conference helps beginning and advanced beekeepers keep up with the art and science of beekeeping in a fun and informative way. To register, go to nevadastatebeekeepers.org. That's nevadastatebeekeepers.org. My name is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We talk to with a lot of industry experts every week here on our radio show. And one of the biggest things that we talk about is helping people purchase homes. Investors, second homeowners, first-time home buyers. Everybody is looking for opportunity that is interested in real estate. And one of the first things they know they've got to do is get pre-approved for a mortgage so you don't have to buy the home for cash. You can get a great rate and you can get great terms if you're in a good position. You won't really know that though until you talk to a mortgage professional like Lou Carr. Lou is the branch manager and a mortgage lender himself at Summit Funding. They're conveniently located here in Sparks, Nevada at 5931 South Los Altos Parkway. Lou has many, many years in the business and I can tell you one thing about Summit Funding. They're fantastic. They do one thing and just one thing. Mortgage loans for people buying homes, single homes, duplexes, threeplexes, or a fourplex. That's it. And that's all they do. No checking account, no savings account, no safety deposit boxes. They don't get distracted. They close the loans quickly, efficiently, and outstanding service. If you'd like to talk to someone about getting pre-approved for a mortgage, that would be Lou Carr, his branch manager. He's the branch manager at Summit Funding and Sparks, NMLS ID number 258-750. Or you can reach Lou at 775-626-0775. All of Lou Carr's Contact information is on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Three guests I have in the studio today, Scott Morris from Reno Computer Services, Debbie Gilmore from Mason Valley Beekeepers, and Linda Conlon. She's a resident of Silver Springs and a beekeeper herself. I'm glad you're with us today, Linda. We were talking about Silver Springs during the break. Uh, You used to be able to just uh, almost miss it, right, when you were driving from Fernley and uh, heading to Yarrington in the old days, maybe going out tonight in the country, something like that. Now, there's kind of an intersection there. There is. We actually have at the USA Parkway entrance more of a gateway to our community Mm -hmm. that welcomes people. There's some beautiful art there, uh, a centerpiece in the road that uh, has rocks and plants on it. It Mm -hmm. just looks beautiful. It was very pretty when I went there. I drove it for the first time, the USA Parkway, just two days ago and uh, really enjoyed the experience. And I know a lot more people are going to be coming in your direction. For the people that really haven't driven out that far, one thing that I'm always fascinated by is that it's a rural community, but there are manufactured homes, it seems like, almost everywhere. That's a majority of the homes there. Mm -hmm. And I love manufactured homes. I used to work in a manufactured home company. Uh, I have family that has lived in manufactured homes, help help people buy manufactured homes. And um, what they offer is is a chance to spread your wings. They all seem to be on 10 acres, 20 acres, big, big lots. Is that really why people like them? I think so. I think it makes it affordable. Mm-hmm. To to purchase a home and then put it on a lot, mm. uh, it's not hard to develop at that point, and it makes it very attractive for people to move in at a lower cost. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of movement for the tiny home movement uh, across the country in the urban areas, but I would think even in rural areas like Silver Springs, it would be a fun thing to do because it's all about adventure, and there's a lot of really cool things out there. Uh, the lake is there, and a lot of water. We do. We actually have... 
uh, three state parks within a close distance mm -hmm. to S Silver Springs. Two of them are actually in our community and offer recreation and camping and hiking. And so that's very attractive. Mm -hmm. And with the advent of the USA Parkway and the proposed development, we may get a larger grocery store and not have to travel quite so far out of the community to take care of those needs. Yeah, um, it's bound to grow. It's traffic grows, it's bound to grow. I like the charm of, of uh, Yarrington. I was there and had a chance to uh, go visit a local bee operation. Debbie, have you ever heard of a place called Halls, honey? I have. I have. <laughs> it's a great place. It really is. <laughs> uh, you and your uh, husband, Andy, uh, really do a great job out there. It's just amazing. It's it's like a field trip. In fact, I heard you do field trips out there. We have. Um, yeah, we have a lot of people coming out. Uh, we especially like the little kids that come out and are just dying to go and mm -hmm. looking inside a bee so we have oh. little kids suits and fun. Yeah, it is fun. I love interacting with people when we're talking about the bees because some people are kind of squirmish about them. Mm -hmm. uh, some people are fascinated by them. They really like them. And mm -hmm. you, I can tell some people are afraid of them. They want to get close to them, but they don't. I mean, they really, really are tentative when they come close to those animals. That is very true. Mm -hmm. very so it's true. amazing. I think it's the bee, the buzzing sound, maybe. <laughs> Could it be? Oh, but that's a great sound. You mm -hmm. learn to love that buzzing inside a beehive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, very busy. The, 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 the the local community as a rural community, you would think that most people stay there, stay in agriculture because there's a lot of agriculture there, uh, but people do leave and they move on to different careers, right? So Scott Morris is with Scott, the uh, the rural kid, rural kids. I mean, what's the likelihood you think of a rural uh, kid going into the IT business, getting into technology? Is it is it really in that level as well? I'm not sure. It's an interesting question. I haven't really thought about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I have a, a good friend who uh, is from a very small town and he's really into computers because he says it's so boring around here without it this gives me a chance to kind of explore the world I could definitely see that angle that's how mm -hmm. I got into it just tinkering with computers and playing with them and realized that I liked them a lot and I was mm -hmm. pretty good at breaking them at the time so I had to figure out how to fix them so mm -hmm. um, yeah I mean it, that's what you have to do and there's not a whole lot else to do then I mean I could see a lot of potential come from that so Debbie and I read a lot of uh, publications related to the beekeeping world and we like uh, to take care of the bees and think about them, but it's amazing how people monitor the bees. And Debbie, I was looking at the, one of the recent conferences. Uh, there's a company that offers a full monitoring of bees. They put cameras in them. They put heat sensors in them, uh, sound. Uh, they put a microphone in there so you can actually hear what's going on. It's just a, fascinating what can happen in the bee world. Uh, at your operation at Hall's Honey, now that you're 100 years old, have you got technology involved to a degree there yet, or are you still kind of on a ba manual basis? Well, you know, when we started, it was um, kind of a, a memory thing for my family. And so we have tried to keep tradition going. Mm -hmm. So we don't have a lot of the latest technology. We do use apps on the on our phones for different things, um, identify plants to see if they're nectar-producing plants, mm -hmm. those kinds of things. But as far as the bees themselves, they never leave the valley, So um, and they're pretty out of sight where they are, so mm -hmm. we're not worried about theft and those kinds of things. The bees have a lot of psychology. 
psychology going because they built, I, I read that they get a, actually communication with the mites, the varroa mites. They actually can communicate with each other. I've even read in some instances where the bees intentionally mites because they get kind of psyched into it somehow. I would not be surprised. You know, there's a psychology going on yeah. in there and, and I, I would just love to know more about really what a bee thinks or how they communicate, you know? Well, oh. you know, the, the varroa mite come, they discovered them about 30 years ago, maybe 30 to 35 years ago, and there's something going on. The scientists haven't really figured out how to eradicate the mm -hmm. varroa mites. So yeah. it's like, maybe there is something going on between the bee and the mites that go on. I don't I, know. I think so. And, you know, with the advent of technology and cell phone communications and all that stuff, I wouldn't be surprised if you did a real close microscope shot of a varroa mite. They were carrying a device on their little hand, and they were picking around in there trying to text the Could other varroa mites. Uh, hey, there's good bees over here. Come on over. He's in right. the cloud. <laughs> in the cloud. That's right. Cloud of bees. Man, there's so much to talk about, and it's so fun to talk about bees and honey and it's all the good fun. stuff. Yes. I'm glad you joined us today, Debbie. Thank you. It's nice being here. Give our listeners one more uh, opportunity to know about the Nevada State Beekeepers okay. Conference. Okay. The 8th Annual Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is going to be February 23rd through the 25th um, in Yarrington, 311 Virginia Street. is the Catholic Center, mm -hmm. and um, it's going to be a great time. Excellent. We're going to put that information on our website. It's the Nevada State beekeepers.org beekeepers mm -hmm. Nevada State beekeepers.org Taylor will put it up on our website and I'm looking forward to seeing you there because I will be there good we're going to be doing good. some radio work there and I guarantee you if you've never been to the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference uh, to the Mason Valley Beekeepers Association uh, event this is going to be a really cool thing and, and it's it's as much entertainment as it is education so thanks for being with us today you're very, you're very welcome and Linda has been with us too Linda Conlin is a resident of Silver Springs hope you enjoyed being on the radio with us today. Oh, I did. Thank you for inviting me. Thank will I be you. seeing you at the Nevada State Beekeeper Conference? Oh, you Conference? sure will. Okay. I will be there. All right. I'll look for your B-shirt. Okay. To you. <laughs> also with us today, Scott Morris from Mino Computer Services. Scott, what do you think? Uh, talking bees, talking computers? I like talking about it all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was a fun conversation. It was fun. Uh, you know, the neat thing about you, Scott, is that you're uh, a real tech person that uh, has great communication skills. I love talking with you. We can talk about so many things, and you get things done fast. And I think there's a lot of work to do in this world, but some people just take too long and you don't get things done. But in your position at your company, you really do move like the cloud. And I encourage anybody to talk to you who wants to get great professional guidance, consultation, you would be the one to talk to. One more time, your contact information. Yeah, renocomputerservices.com. Again, that's renocomputerservices.com or 775-737-4400. Coming up next week, Valentine's Day. I love you all. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I hope our listeners uh, enjoyed the show. Tell your friends, tell your family. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. Raising bees is becoming more popular by the day. It's an interesting hobby that has tons of benefits, whether you're young or old, and most important, you can help save the bees. If you want to learn the how-tos of this entertaining and profitable pastime, come to the 2018 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd through the 25th in Yarrington, Nevada. This conference helps beginning and advanced beekeepers keep up with the art and science of beekeeping in a fun and informative way. To register, go to nevadastatebeekeepers.org. There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. 
Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations for over 23 years to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening.